pull up a bar stool. Woo, baby! We have some big news to talk about today. Man, I tell you, this week has been slow in a lot of ways. I've been kind of digging for stuff to write about, which ended up meaning two, two rants to write about. And then, boom! Today, as I record this, it's Tuesday in the afternoon, and huge news, probably the biggest news, biggest change that uh, impacts advertisers, Facebook advertisers, that, that's been rolled out in maybe a year? A long time. Um, I'm going to hold back and let you know what that is in a minute. Uh, so we get that. Um, I'm going to dig in a little bit more to those, those couple of rants that I was referring to about how I think we're kind of stuck in a rut that uh, marketers need to readjust and stop thinking like a freaking marketer, right? Um, and the other rant being people stop trying to build a business entirely within Facebook. We'll get to that as well. And kind of an update, uh, exciting I guess an announcement, I say it's not really an announcement, but just uh, I like to give you an inside look at what I'm doing in my business and I'm continuing to grow. So some big personal news for me there. And that's about it. I think that'll that'll take us to the 30 minute minute point. So pop a bottle. Let's do it. John here with JohnLumber.com and John Lumber Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So last week, I mean, really, this is a kind of landmark episode. I had my friend, I can call him my friend now, I think. I don't know if he calls me that, but Chris Brogan. I uh, loved having him on. Uh, this week, I'm back to being solo you and me, kid, we're flying together here. Um, I am working on a big wave gold nail by Kona Brewing. Basically, you've, I think you've heard me pop open a Kona Brewing beer several times now. I do like it, but I need to make another visit to the liquor store. I just haven't uh, haven't gone in a while, so we're kind of uh, trolling through uh, the old stuff now. Um, but that's what I'm working on. You got a drink? What are you drinking? Dude, I can't hear you. Come on. Let's not get ridiculous here. But no, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you popping open a drink with me today. If you don't have one, make sure you go grab one now. Cheers to you. Cheers. All right. So like I said, I mean, I didn't want to build this up too much in the at the start, but this is, uh, at least for me, the most anticipated news uh, I've been waiting on for some, quite some time. Um, I, I've been kind of, I say teasing you about it. I, I just, I can't talk much about a feature I don't have. So I initially told you about website user custom audiences, also known as website custom audience remarketing, WCA, you might see, see it re- referred to as um, huge, huge, huge development. For anyone who wants to create a Facebook ad and wants to target highly relevant users who may not be your fans. And who so let's backtrack a second. You already know the power of custom audiences and that you can target 
non-fans, for example, who are on your email list or phone number list or user ID list, people who are you know users of your app, for example, that's all awesome. And you can create lookalike audiences from that, which is really cool too. So you can find Facebook users who are really similar to your offline customers. Um, that, I wouldn't say left a hole. It didn't really. I mean, the, the, the other thing I was recommended was using FBX, which was retargeting users, or excuse me, people who have visited your website uh, when they return to Facebook with an ad. Some felt it was creepy. I consider it extremely powerful because it, it fills that last hole of, okay, well, you, you've, you've reached those people who are fans. You've reached those people who are non-fans but have um, bought from you before or on your email list or something. Now you can also reach those who have visited your website. While it was a great solution for the times, uh, FBX, and uh, I used it to, uh, to some success, the, the issue with it was you had to use a third party. So I built my ads through AdRoll or Perfect Audience, nothing against you two. Um, I, I loved it. It was good stuff. But the biggest issue with it was it was not connected to your Facebook page. So it's a lot like creating a domain ad, though it, did, it could go in the news feed. Um, but it wasn't, you couldn't you know, connect it in any way to your Facebook page, which I would want to do. And so it was really just one ad type. You could say two if it's a newsfeed ad in the sidebar, but that, there's nothing to it. The power of this is you can create any ad, target at people who have visited your website within the last, you determine, I think it's up to 180 days. Um, I think by default, though, Facebook uh, allows you to target people who have visited your website within the last 30 days. And that's, that's within the last 30 days of setting the cookie, the pixel. Right, you have to put it on your website, so it's not going to backtrack before you've set the pixel, obviously. Um, and I'll get into all the nitty gritty of that in a moment. So, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how awesome this is. All right. So you can target people, yes, generally who visit your website. That's pretty cool. And you could say Facebook only target users who aren't fans who have visited my website. So they're that's a great audience too. Whether it's Promote posts because they they're used to go on your website. Promote posts or get new fans. Hey, I know you've been there. Not to freak him out. Been to my website. Why don't you like my page too, so you can stay on top of all the stuff. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is, pretty cool, right? But and I'll get into again kind of the creation of these things in a minute. You can also do some uh, some logic here with the custom audience you create. So while you could just target anyone who visits your website, you could also target people based on keywords within the URL. Um, you can exclude you know, specific keywords within the URL. You can use and, or, logic, um, all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I'm just thinking about my simple site here. I've got a simple site. It's fully content, um, but I've got three products or services. So the two training courses, and I have my one-on-one service. What I could do now is target anyone who visited my one-on-one um, service landing page, for example, but those who have not purchased. Um, or my Facebook uh, Power Editor training course, but did not purchase. So that would be two custom audiences. You'd create, you would uh, say, Facebook, hey, make sure you target 
the, the website uh, custom audience for my Facebook Power Editor course that I created, but also make sure you exclude this email list custom audience I'd previously created of those who have purchased the course. Ha <laughs> ha, pretty awesome, right? Um, so that's one way, but let's say you're a retailer and your, your site is sectioned off by product type into shoes, shirts, hats, pants, I don't know. Um, those are specific keywords and you could cater um, men, women, whatever it be. Uh, you could then cater the ad you create based on that section or page that they visited. And it could be a specific page, but it could also be a section. And for me, I could even say, um, may, and I've got, maybe I should be more conscious about my titles um, within the URL. Maybe I want to make sure anything that includes ad, discussion of ads has ads in it. You know, something like that. So lots of incredible power potential here. Um, I got to say, I, I'm more excited about this change than anything I can remember. So um, now kind of giving you a little background now on how to create these things. So it is being rolled out. Um, you may not have it, but if I have it, look, I'm usually last for this stuff. So if I have it, you probably either have it or you're about to. Um, I guess probably if you're in the U.S., more likely to have it. But um, it's being rolled out to both Power Editor and the Self-Serve Ad Tool, so both. Um, if you're within the Self-Serve Ad Tool, it's within Audiences. It's just like you would normally create an audience. And then one of the options would be, uh, I think it's Website Retargeting. I don't remember what it is, Website Visitors. So you will have three options there now. It used to only be two. So you'll know right away if you have it. And then within Power Editor, if you go into audiences, create audience, again, you're going to have a third option, which is website custom audience. So um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, you name it, describe it. Uh, again, you can either say it contains certain words or does not con contain certain words. You can do add an, add an or or an and statement in terms of those things to really zero in. Um, and I use, uh, I don't think it matters whether it's forward slash or backslash, because I've seen both. Um, but I use a, what is it, backslash? I don't even know. It's the one that's, that you find in a URL anyway. And then, um, so I say it contains that. So basically, that's going to hit everybody. And then for duration, yeah, you can do, it by default, it's 30 days. And then you can do up to 180 days. Um, so what you do is then you grab some code from Facebook. This is just like, um, if you did domain sponsored storage, you probably didn't. It's similar to that, but it go instead of being between the head tags, you'd grab this code. Um, and you can compare it to conversion tracking if you did that. However, with conversion tracking, you're only putting that code onto the success page following a purchase. You're not taking this code and putting it on specific pages. You're going to put it before the closing body tag on the template of your website. So it can hit every single page. And um, so, and that, so that, that you only have to do it once. However, you can then create multiple custom audiences off of that. You don't have to put in new tags, just that one tag. Create multiple custom audiences with new logic 
Um, and you can create up to, I believe, 200 of those custom audiences, which is pretty awesome. At least that's the way it is right now. My understanding is Facebook will eventually lift that restriction if you have a ton of products and a whole bunch of ads you want to create. So, um, and, and so for me, when I created it, uh, it's pretty much real time. Um, I put it be, be, before the uh, closing body tag, checking for updates right now. Last I checked, I had 400. Um, it was created for me not that long ago, um, an hour or two ago. So that's already 400 people that Facebook has cookied and matched up to Facebook users. So um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> 400 people already. Um, but, you know, again, I get pretty decent traffic, so you may have to wait a little bit longer. Not, not assuming you get less, less traffic, but you may. Um, I've created a second one just as a test. Uh, again, anyone who's visited a landing page for my Facebook uh, Power Editor training course, just like kind of what I was just talking about, obviously that number currently is less than 20, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that one develops. And the nice thing about this is it's dynamic. So, for example, like an email custom audience, you have to up, update that. You know, I you sh- really should probably update it every month or so because um, to get the new people who have been added and probably get rid of those who are no longer, no longer on your email list, um, which is honestly, that's the rules. You're supposed to get rid of those who are no longer on your list. Um, but it's kind of a pain. With this, it's dynamic on a rolling 30-day period or 90-day, whatever it is you decide to set how long that cookie lasts. I would actually, depending on your traffic, um, I think a shorter time period is probably a good idea. So, you know, it's somebody, then you know they're more relevant. So I currently have it at 30 days. We may toy with that. Uh, could be interesting. <sighs> so, I mean, this is something to raise glass over, my friends. Cheers. A lot more coming about, uh, coming regarding website custom audiences. Um, this is, again, Tuesday as I record this. On Friday, hopefully, if you go to johnloomer.com slash WCA, you'll see my latest post on this. I actually envision writing two. We'll see if I actually follow through. You know, it's so funny. I initially talked about only uh, slowing down my writing. I was only going to write once a week now, plus, you know, podcast, webinar, video blog. And what do we have here? I've written twice this week already, Monday and Tuesday. I'm definitely going to write Wednesday with this new development. Um, and this is probably just going to be the how-to. And then Thursday, I'm probably going to give you some ideas of how to use this pretty awesome tool. So stay tuned for all that. All right, I, 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 We already did the cheers. We don't need to do that again unless you really want to drink. You really want another drink? All right, go for it. Cheers. All right. So as I said, I mean, when I get to a slow week, you'll know it. Um, when I start focusing most on my rants <laughs> and it's not that, that I'm like, look, I just can't figure out anything to write about. It's just, that ends up being the best thing for me to, to write about uh, something I'm passionate about, but it's not, you know, it's not a tutorial. It's not a how to, it's not a guide. Um, it's just, it's a lot of things that have been, I've been thinking about lately that I'm, I've been meaning to express. So, um, on Monday I talked about this is why you shouldn't build a business entirely within Facebook. Um, this came up a little bit, and I say today, I had a Google Hangout uh, hosted by Brian Carter, awesome dude, 
Uh, also on it was uh, Chad Whitman of, of Edge Rank Checker. Really, really good hangout. And they're going to record it. I know Brian recorded it and get a replay and I'll get that out to you. Um, but this is one of the topics that, that I brought up because I, I feel like those people who are freaking out most about any algorithm change Facebook makes or just any change in general, um, they pull their hair out. And they're like, oh, my business collapsed as a result of this change, which I feel like that is ridiculous. How does that happen? These are the people, and I'm starting to connect the dots. These are the people who are building a, a business entirely on rented land. They're building a house entirely on rented land. That's crazy. That's crazy. I love Facebook. It's an amazing, if you didn't guess by the excitement I just had about this latest feature that was rolled out, amazing tool to grow your business. But it's not supposed to be the tool for running your business, for hosting your business. Yeah, Facebook could just blow up tomorrow. They could change their rules. Um, and this is truly really true of anything, right? It's not like you control anything. You have an email list. You have a website. You have more control over that stuff than anything else. But still, maybe the power is going to go out tomorrow or Google's going to change the way they filter email addresses, emails, or um, something's going to happen with hosting. It's going to be ridiculous. Can't even have it on your own website anymore. It's something. You know, all those things are still to a point outside of your control. That's why, though, you want to control as much as you possibly can. Um, well, not freaking yourself out and stressing out. So, but so I don't see Facebook. I don't. I don't I'm not, which is crazy to me. If Facebook is like my core subject matter, and if Facebook uh, went under tomorrow, I'd be, I don't say completely screwed, but I'd be in some trouble for a while, in terms of I'd have to make some major adjustments. But um, that said, I, any changes that Facebook has made don't haven't really negatively impacted me, because I don't freak out about it. Uh, it's just a blip on my radar, because you know I, I went through my stats. And first of all, the amount of traffic I get from Facebook, referral traffic I get from Facebook, 12%. 12%. And you know, I don't usually talk about numbers, but this, this, should, uh, this is going to be my best traffic month ever, which I consider to be quite an accomplishment considering um, January starts a little slow um, through the holidays. So it's going to be my biggest traffic month ever. 300,000 page views is what, what about what I'll get to. Um, but I don't say that just to say, you know, just to brag. I'm not trying to brag. But maybe it's a humble brag. I don't know. But a point being that this is happening. Uh, uh, if Facebook majorly changed their algorithm, that 12% wouldn't destroy me. Um, if anything, I'd be most in trouble if Google decided to screw me because I guess 62% of my traffic from them. It's actually under 60% now. This was over, I think, three months, uh, these numbers I pulled. But uh, point being that Google, though, likes me not because of any SEO strategies I have. I just write a lot of content about a specific niche. I don't run any AdWords, nothing like that. So I, I, I'm not even that concerned about that. However, 
it is important to diversify. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I'm trying to get my video blog back going again on my YouTube. That's why I try to do a little bit of something on Pinterest. And I'm really kind of building my presence even more on Twitter these days. I'm even running uh, Twitter ads. Not a whole, uh, not real pleased with the results of those so far, by the way. Um, but I'm all over the place and without trying to spread myself out too thin. But I don't rely on one network to drive my entire business. And I found that repeatedly lately that I'll be talking to people, whether it's a one-on-one or something else. And and it, I got to tell you, it's usually the people who create a Facebook page based on kind of a, um, an, a general interest as opposed to a brand. Like, you know, everybody loves pizza or puppies or whatever it is, you know? Um, and they're having huge success because everybody does love p- pizza or puppies or whatever it is. And they've got a million, billion fans, and they're able to drive people, drive some of that traffic to a crazy website and actually sell some partner products or whatever. Um, I don't know. And boom, it, it dies. Facebook kills it. And, and really, it's in a lot of these cases, you didn't really have a brand. You didn't really own anything, right? You were, you were entirely reliant on that Facebook activity Without it, you had nothing. Um, that's a problem, and it's a, it's a problem. But it's a it's a you can benefit. Uh, it's a huge risk. You just have to understand the risk. If you know if you can get some huge reward, and like you know when Facebook decides you're not going to reach as many people without without paying for it, you just got to say Psh, you're right, man, because you chose to take that path and you took that risk. Um, this is what happens when you build your house on rented land. And that's what's happening. Um, so, you know, so I kind of, again, look, look back through my numbers, um, but it wasn't just my traffic. In terms of revenue, um, so again, it was 12% of my traffic came from Facebook. And you may, you may say, that sounds like you're wasting your time on Facebook. You're, like, you're spending all that money on Facebook ads. And, but then I got to revenue, and actually 25, so a quarter of my revenue is coming directly from Facebook. When I say directly from Facebook, um, now, this isn't all my products. It's just what I've been able to measure at this point. It does not include one-on-ones. But it's, it's the direct referral. Um, you may know me from Facebook and, and bought my product, but I don't, I don't get credit for that in terms of the, the Facebook uh, revenue referral. So, but, so I feel like it's still very clearly very important. Um, Google still drives more revenue at 33%, my revenue. But then we got email. Email direct traffic, that's about 19. So we've, we've got almost a full pie when we talk about organic search, Facebook, and direct. Then you add in the campaigns that I run on my site, and then that's another 10%, and that's pretty much the full pie there of revenue. Um, Twitter doesn't really contribute to my revenue. Uh, other social networks don't seem to contribute yet. So, and, and actually, anyone, anyone who goes to, uh, like I say, a, a, a landing page that I talk about on my podcast, that would be considered direct. Um, so, that would be considered as well. But, so that's, I, I wanted to share that just so you kind of, you know, you, you might see me as like a guy who relies entirely on Facebook, but that's not really the case. Um, and while I say you shouldn't build your house on rented land, it doesn't mean 
You should pull back on Facebook by any means, assuming you're doing it right. Facebook should be one of the spokes in the wheel of the promotion of your business. It should be an extension of your online business, an extension of what you own or close own as much as you can and control as much as you can. And it's powerful what you can do with it. Like I, one of the, one of the discussions I had with uh, Brian and, um, and Chad today was, you know, I feel like we, one of the reasons people freak out about organic reach or reach in general on Facebook is because the expectations were set before that people were reaching 30 and 40 percent, 20 percent, then 16 percent. Now it's under 10 percent, sometimes under 5 percent for some people. But really, if you have 100,000 fans and you can reach 5,000 people with a single post, I'm not talking about 5,000 people in a week or a day. I'm talking about a single post. That's crazy. That shows you how many people are actually on Facebook in the first place. And, you know, you're excited if you reach 20% of people with an email, which is a stationary, uh, stationary, uh, why can't I think of the, the term I was using there, using there before, stationary target. It's not moving anywhere. People, like, I don't know if you're like me, but I hate it when I have unopened email. And with Facebook, it's like you missed something from yesterday. I'm not going to check that. I don't care. So I think we have unreasonable expectations there. But um, it's just so powerful. And then now the targeting you can do. Oh, my goodness. It's just insane. It's just getting better and better. Okay, so absolutely stay on Facebook. Use it to drive your business as an extension. Just don't run your business entirely through there. Um, You got to focus first on what you own and building that up as much as possible. Can you raise a glass of that? Cheers. All right, we're going to go over 30 minutes, I guess, today. Too much ranting. Um, One more rant. You're more than a marketer, my friends. Uh, You really are. And this is something that's been bugging me for the longest time. I've been trying to figure out the best way to talk about it. Um, Because I just see so much crap. And I see part of the reason that I think a lot of people... um, are impacted so much by you know this reach discussion and which which kind of post should I use to reach the most number of people uh, is that we're still kind of stuck in our old marketing ways the old playbook I don't know what the old, I'm not gonna try to pretend like I really know what the old playbook is because as I kind of explained in this um, blog post I don't really even consider myself a marketer and I I kind of want you to think the same way. So when I looked into in my old dictionary, I took myself to college with me, um, and it's all ratted up and beaten up somehow. I don't, I don't remember ever using a dictionary before, but um, the definition was really simple. One that deals in a market, specifically one that promotes or sells a product or service. Sounds really basic, but that's the extent of the definition. One that promotes, isn't that one who promotes? I don't know. One that promotes or sells a product or service. Here's the problem. When, when people are on Facebook uh, trying to build their brand, too many are on there just trying to sell and promote the product. And your job goes so far beyond that. Yeah, you should sell or, or, or promote your product. But it's more complex than that. And so I kind of try to sit down and think about, um, you know, what, what, how, how, how do we define a, 
a marketer these days? Or how do we perceive one? How do I perceive one? Because again, I don't really consider myself a marketer. I'm not a comfortable marketer. I'm not, a, I'm not, I didn't train to be a marketer. And words like sleazy, always selling, not trustworthy, manipulative, deceptive, exaggerating, false promises, pushy, empty titles, like the emails and the titles of blog posts that are mis- completely misleading, arrogant, brash, tone deaf, all these things. When I think of a marketer, the modern day marketer, those are words that come to mind. Now, when I say I'm not a marketer, I don't really consider myself a marketer. Um, let me explain that. Almost, almost one of the first jobs I had out of college was like the worst job I've ever had in my life. The worst job related to marketing I think you could really have. And that was as a telemarketer. Um, the last thing I ever want to admit to doing, right? Or one of them. Um, yeah, one of them. And um, so I did this, I can't even remember, was it six months, three months. I was the worst telemarketer on the planet. And the reason for that was, I mean, in my mind, to be a good telemarketer, you had to be, you couldn't let someone off the phone, right? You had to find a way to keep them on the phone. For me, oh, you don't, you don't want to selling, you're too busy. That's okay. Have a good day. Uh, I hated it. I hated trying to sell this stuff because I hang, I hung up on these people. Why would I want to talk to them? So um, I was probably the worst telemarketer ever. And then I went into, I got the dream opportunity of a lifetime working for the NBA, overseeing fantasy games for them. And in the process of that job, I did not realize until later that I became a marketer because I was leading the creation of ads, creation of content, um, magazine content, online content, how we're going to promote this thing, um, on and on and on. Maybe I wasn't qualified for it. I don't know. But I truly was a marketer. I didn't realize that until I applied for a job later with the American Cancer Society as VP of Strategic Marketing. And I was like, what? I'm not qualified for that. Got the job. Um, then I realized, oh, yeah, I was a marketer. But here, that's kind of my point. When I thought, when I knew I was selling, I was terrible at it. Because I was conscious of constantly trying to sell. When I didn't even realize I was a marketer because I loved what I did, um, and I was trying to make the best product possible, best build the best community possible, that's when I truly was a marketer and actually did a pretty good job. I think there's a lesson in that. Um, don't be a caricature of what we see as a marketer. Don't treat people as robots and numbers. Don't demand black and white results as if we live in a vacuum. Don't blame the tool or algorithm when something doesn't go the way you planned. All right? You got to understand you can't control everything. And that's, I feel like, one of the big issues. Like, I'm trying to sell this. I'm trying to sell this. It's not working. Why can't I sell this? And... Using, you know, posting methods. I'm going to use a text update to promote this because I'm going to reach more people. Without thinking about what is the actual value providing, what's the best way to share a piece of content so that someone will enjoy it? Not looking at it from the point of view of a user, but looking at it just as, how can I sell it? How can I sell it? So 
as we look at being a marketer, your responsibilities go so far beyond selling and promoting. I want us to look at that. So some other keywords and phrases to think about as a marketer. Help, improve, provide value, change lives, earn trust, guide, have substance, sell ethically, teach, entertain, understand, and listen. All important. Some others that I was given, Gareth Everson. Thank you, Gareth. Coach, research, challenge, empathize. Awesome words. And there were a few others. Let me see if I got any other ones in there. Um, Oh, yeah. Don had one, too. His was... Oh, mentor. (laughs) Thank you, Don. Mentor. Great, great word. Um, Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, we had one more. Valerie Schutman. She was also a telemarketer at one point. Transformation. Another great word. So, um, and, and I had my friend uh, Jeff Ferguson, who, who disagreed with me in my comments. Check out his comments. See what you think. He, I think he's more of a classically, classically trained marketer. And I think he took exception to the fact that I was trying to redefine what a marketer is and does. And kind, of, kind of like we're doing with buzzwords and content marketing and all that stuff. I think you had a point. My main point here is enough of this crap. You're more do more than sell and promote. In order to sell and promote something effectively, it's much. It's not cookie cutter. People are are living, breathing beings. They aren't numbers. And yeah, everybody's not. Oh, of course they are. Yeah, but. You got to understand that in order to interact with them and find out what works. It's more about what makes makes them respond. As, as you can't apply these things globally, um, and you know generalizations. And so it's just you know again as a rant. Um, I encourage you to check it out. Check out um, you know all my posts from this week. Just go to johnlimmer.com. You'll see all my least, most recent posts there. All right, raise a glass. Cheers. Okay, so um, as I record this, it's Tuesday, January 28th, and this is a really, I say it's a big day, Uh, it's a big anniversary for me. Um, A year ago today was when I was named to Social Media Examiner's Top 10 Social Media Blogs of 2013, and you know, I even made sure to send Mike Stelzner a thank you email today, (laughs) or I was like 12.30 in the morning. Um, you know, letting them know I'm, I'm still remember and I'm appreciative and thank you so much. And it's changed my life. Now, it didn't change my life in the way I expected, but it changed my life. Like I expected, okay, because the only way I measured success back then was traffic. And uh, so I expected traffic to go through the roof and that uh, I'd have to get a whole new hosting company to, you know, be able to handle it all. Oh, it wasn't anything like that. And in reality, um, Social Media Examiner and that, and I don't know about that blog post specifically, but, you know, it, it resulted in about a little over 7,000 referrals over the course of the year. But obviously, that's not a, a life changer. For me, it was more about where it put me. Um, so now, you know, people whom I respected wanted to talk to me. It wasn't just me going after them. It was them wanting to talk to me. And that, that was completely new to me. And... You know, I think another really big one for me is just a matter of confidence. 
like I belong now. And, and I, I just, I felt like, uh, you know, I reached a really important milestone. Um, and it, it provided me more focus to what I, what I'm doing is on the right path. So that was so important. It's so important. Um, and then throughout the year, you know, I, I started committing to investing in my business. And uh, one thing I've been talking about forever was hiring more help. Well, so in the past year, you know, I've gotten someone, Dan Jost. Hey, Dan, shout out to Dan, who's, who's editing this right now, editing my podcast. I also started, I just recently started with uh, man, Jesse, who's editing my videos. Um, I've got an awesome designer who's created a couple of great uh, infographics, does all my ads. Um, does Basically, you can tell. It, it all looks like you could tell it came from the same hands. Uh, Leah Heckley, who's amazing. And then um, I started working with um, April Woodcock over the last uh, few months to help me with my uh, Infusionsoft. And she's been amazing, not realizing all along that she could help me with a lot of the other tasks that I kind of consider VA tasks, but it's really, you know, kind of more advanced. Helping me with my webinar, editing, creating uh, the replay, creating a page for that, emailing people um, on that list to let them know the replays, but also helping me with like managing my one-on-one stuff like that. So she's amazing and I cannot wait to get moving with her because that's the type, these things are what will free me up the most of people to do the things that they do best, do better than I can so that I can focus on what I do best and the quality improves. It's, I think these are some of the best investments I've ever made. So, um, Kind of, I wanted to share that with you. It can just be one task at a time, right? Start investing in others to help you get better. Um, so it took me, you know, a year. It might, it might have even been nine months. This all happened. All kind of came together one at a time. But um, it, I, I kind of see. I'm more excited about 2014 because of the help I have and the team that's being developed. And it's, it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, um, I just called our bartender for the tab. Yeah, I see you don't have pockets. That is the worst excuse ever. Um, I'll take care of you again. Um, can I have one more drink here? Cheers. It's really hard when you make me do all the talking. So... Thank you so much uh, for being on. Just a quick shout out. If you're not on my weekly mini webinar, do it. Do it. Um, let me see here. I, I thought I had a, a short link, but I'll just say go to johnloomer.com slash mini dash webinar. Um, you can also get it just by going to johnloomer.com. It's within the main navigation. And... Um, and sign up for it because every single week, I do this usually every single week, every Wednesday. Um, I think I'm going to skip it next week because I'm going to be on a nice little business trip. But it's just to catch you up on everything that's going on in advanced Facebook marketing. Really casual, good time, answer your questions. It's good stuff. So I hope you sign up for that. But uh, that's it. Otherwise for today. And until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.